up any minute. There it, it is. It says it says we're live. We're live. We're back. Hey, that was more my fault than the Greg's fault. Yeah, I, how uh, you feeling, buddy? I was not up to it. And when I found out what happened to me, I wanted to just kind of like beat myself up because I wasn't sick. My nervous system literally was so fried and shot to hell that my body shut down for four days. Were you hung over? No, 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 four days. No, no, no. I, I, for the last three weeks, I've been training every single day, but not going hard. Okay. I was being smart about it. Right. So like I lift heavy and then the next uh, I would be, uh, I run and yeah. then I keep going. And then all of a sudden, um, what happened was I talked to a friend of mine who has a master's degree in, um, exercise science. And okay. I said, okay, tell me what you think could have happened. What I did was I, I, I was feeling a little sore Friday. This is the Friday before the uh, 4th of July break. Okay. I was feeling a little sore, like run down. I was like, you know, I should take a rest, but I went on the rower and I just rode nice and easy. <clears throat> no deal. Mm -hmm. Then I ran a mile. And then I went, uh, I immediately about, I would say 10 minutes after the workout, I decided for the first time in my life ever jump into a cold bath, no ice, just turned on my faucet, just turned on the, on the, on the faucet, just turned on the, you know, the tub, let it fill up to his, I would say yeah. level and just sat in there for about 15 minutes, got out, felt fantastic. Went to bed, woke up, and I swear to God, it felt like I went through some sort of military selection day. <laughs> My body was shot to shit. I couldn't, I couldn't grip anything. I could literally, I, there was no strength. Gwen could rip something out of my hand so easy. Yeah. When I would stand still, you know, because when you're sore, shit hurts just to move, right? Uh-huh. But yep. if you stand still, it was throbbing and my entire body was throbbing. I thought, oh my God, I have like, I don't know. This is like COVID-20. I don't know what the fuck this is <laughs> up. So for four days, I was out. I couldn't, uh, brushing my teeth exhausted me. Going up the stairs okay. exhausted me. And so I called him and he goes, uh, yeah, you've been overtraining. You're 40. Yeah. He goes, you're, yeah. 40, you're 45 years old. You're not 20. And I was like, but I felt good. He's like, okay, you're overtraining. <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I, my body wasn't telling me that I was tired. And I, he goes, have you ever done a cold bath before? I'm like, no. <laughs> and he goes, okay, that could do it. He goes, yeah, he just the cold bath sort of, could do it. Yeah. He went through some sort of science that like the hydrogen in my, the hydrogen something's. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he, he, he said it like, and basically what happened was you release them so fat or the muscles constricted in the cold so fast, it pushed them all out. And then your bloodstream just carried it all over your body. That's why he goes, that's why like your eyelids were hurting. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> he goes, yeah, it went through all your body. He goes, it was kind of a perfect storm overtraining a new stimulus. And then wow. I think I had a small little cold and he said, all those three just knocked you on your ass. You were done. So word to the wise out there. If you are my age or older, or if you're my age or older, if you're just over 40, you got you to take days off. You just yeah. got to, you got to yeah. do it. Yeah, I did. And this was a while ago. I, I got back into the weight room and, uh, and I was doing, I said, okay, I, I didn't get back in the weight room in, in terms of like how we think I, I went and took a class, uh, a Les Mills, like body pump yeah, yeah. kind of class, um, which are tough. I don't care what anybody says. Oh yes. Don't. Don't those discount tough. those at all. Those are, I mean, even though you're only 
curling 10 pounds, you do yeah. so many. And it's like, go halfway down and have, go all the yeah. way up and halfway yeah. down and halfway up, go all the way down and all the way up, go yeah. all the way down, go halfway. I'll do that another 103 times. Oh my gosh. It was, I, the first time I did it, I was like, well, I'm grabbing like twenties. Right. Cause yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, exactly. And, and I had to switch out like halfway through. I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> crapped up. And so I did two days of that and literally had that whole like perma bend on your arms where you're just walking around like this and you yep. can't like, and talk to uh, an actual trainer. I said, okay, now in my twenties, I just would have went back and trained anyway. Like just, yeah. just use the weight to stretch out your arms and just go. Yes. And she's yes. like, please don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, after that incident, I got a lot smarter with training. Um, and, and when I do do it, which is not often, but yeah, come on, John, you know, better than that. I, you know, what's funny I did, but you know what? I got suckered in. There's this guy. Okay. And I've realized it now. I I'm, I'm just like my wife. Sometimes I have to go through it to go. Oh, I, I can't do that. Um, there's a guy out there, 50 years old. His name is Cam Haynes. I'm sure you've met him or uh, not met him. I'm sure you've heard me talk about him or okay. you've, hurt him he's a bow hunter it's what he does for a living oh yeah that guy okay all right he runs i think close to a marathon every week i might be actually like he might do it every two days or something like that you know what i'm saying he's an ultra marathoner he just runs yeah. and he works out every day this is all he does um and i thought well if a 50 year old man can do it i can do it if i start small and i just start working my way up and I don't think my body, I'm not a freak of nature. So my body can't handle that right. the way, like, I think a guy like Cam Haynes, who I think is a freak of nature, he's just, yeah. Well, there's if, he, if he were to ever stop, he's going to have a heart attack. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Genetics are involved. And, yes. Uh, I remember why so. I was probably, it's probably, I was, I, being was I was like 40, 41, 42, something like that. So it's a handful of years ago. Um, I decided I'm I'm going to start running like like I'm yes yeah. I'm I, I I'm the, there right now I'm like, I'm like I I, shoes I'm yep, like ready to I go. got the I got the couch to 5k app because I was hearing a yes. lot of good things about that it was when my wife really started to work a lot with a uh, a race promoter he does okay. lots of 5ks half marathons marathons yeah. like that. I'm like no I I think I want to do one of Sean's 5ks like this will be a thing I can do yeah um and I remember I. I was going to church with a, a doctor and he's uh, he's a sports guy. He does, uh, he's a, oh gosh, some kind of surgeon. I can't remember what specifically he does, um, but he does like joints and tendons and whatever. And I was telling him, I'm like, well, yeah, I started running. He goes, really? I go, yeah. He goes, were you a runner before? Like you, you ran like, like in your teens and twenties, like you were a runner and you're just getting back into it. I'm like, oh no, never. He goes, you were, you were never a runner. I said, no, I was a defensive lineman. We did like sprints yeah. and then I was, I did shot put and discus. So it was like more explosive power and stuff like that. And he goes, yeah. oh, but like in college, you started running, you started to do like some distance kind of stuff. I said, no, <laughs> never. He goes, so you've never been a runner. I said, no. He goes, stop right now. Do not do. I mean, you're, you're he's like, I get what you're trying to do. He's like the couch 5k thing. You want to get, he's like, Really? He's like, if if you really feel the need to do a five k, just walk it. You can walk it. He's you like, can't you can walk it. He's like, you can speed walk those pretty well. He's like, are you going to win a race? No, but you're gonna you feel the accomplishment. You get the medal. You fine. He's like, but don't don't start running at forty something. I'm like, why not? He's like, your knees have never been built up 
to be a runner. Four for that, yeah. He's like, I, 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 could, I understand that. All that stuff. He's like, I, don't. I, I really do. I really understand that. But a part of me says, like, that's kind of bullshit because how much stuff do we start in our late somethings that we've never done before, but we can manage it. We can figure it out. Yeah. Like, well, so I, I see where he's saying, and he's, yeah. and he's, I think he's talking about the general public. Like, you probably shouldn't, like, that would be advice to me because I would be the guy that would be like, yeah, I can run a 5K. Have you ever ran before? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I would do the 5K, but I would be broken for the next week. And yeah. I think that's what he was trying to save you well, from. And, and I, wasn't, I wasn't working with a trainer to teach me how to run. And yeah, know exactly. People, that's another thing people run incorrectly. Like, unless you've had training and how to run correctly, you don't run right. Like, Correct. Correct. And he's the like, shoes that we wear have fucked that up. Yep. And I'm like literally running around my neighborhood. He goes, stop. He's like, you are going to hurt yourself. Yeah. Like your, your tendons <laughs> can't take it. Something's going to pull. Yeah. It's no good. And, and clay, you go ahead and enjoy that bush light and s'mores on your back porch. Cause we're right there with you. Um, I've heard this about running actually. And this is true. I didn't believe it, but it makes sense. If you think about it, you see anybody that they're running like this, right? It's counterintuitive to where your hips and your body, your lower body are taking yeah. you. You're sending power this way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so they said, just open up your arms a little bit and go cheek to butt cheek and keep yeah. running this way. Opens up your lungs, yeah. gets you moving uh, faster. Actually, make you seem to run smoother, if that's such a thing. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's a yeah. Uh, running's oh. a lot. Like you got to retrain yourself to run. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and his, his advice to me, he's like, if you really want to get the cardio in, he's like, if that's why you're doing it, he's like yeah. swimming, like, that's what you that's, need to do. I heard that. And, and I was, and I was, I would put me at like 330 pounds at that point. He's like, don't, he's like running, like the gravity of it is not good for you. He's like, did you ever like swimming? And I said, oh yeah, I love swimming. My friends had an indoor pool growing up. I swam year round. He's like, that's for you. That's what your you friends do. had an indoor pool. They did. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. It was cool. I would love that. Yeah. They're not friends anymore. Huh? Nah, <laughs> well, with the parents I am, I mean, I haven't seen the Kurt took a shit in the pool. We're not inviting the screws <laughs> over anymore. <laughs> that would be funny. I hope he's listening. <laughs> um, yeah. Anywho, um, what's on the agenda today? Well, I don't know, John. What is on the agenda today? Ah, Greg saw Thor, Love and Thunder. And before Greg goes into the review, and we talked a little bit about it, I'm just going to give you how I feel about it. Now, okay. And what I mean by how I feel about it is I have this excitement meter. Like I'm really, really, like I'm really excited to go see a movie or something like that. Right. Uh huh. When I kept seeing these trailers for Thor, I wasn't excited. And it's the first time I, it's the, I love Thor. Dude, I, love, what? I love Chris Hemsworth. I, why were you not excited? Can we get into that a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it seemed like they were going too, too funny, too quirky, too, okay. too crazy. And I appreciated Ragnarok for what it was. I really enjoyed mm -hmm. it. Actually. I thought it was very cool, but I saw, I thought Tycho, that name Tycho. Yeah. Tycho. I thought they, they were on a very um they were on a very thin line in terms of falling too far into goofiness okay okay and i thought they masterfully did it i thought they did it great there i loved it yeah it was a good balance yeah very good balance 
and everything I saw in the trailers here, it just seemed like, are you putting them in there because you just putting them in there? Like, is there a reason for it? Is there any, like it, I just, I, to this moment, I'm not excited to see it. Like I will probably not see this in the theaters. I'll probably wait till it's on Disney plus. In yeah. Wait, years. yeah. Wait till 40, yeah. you know, 40 some days. Um, yeah. I, I, and I'm, I'm just not excited to see it. And I was wondering to myself, is that, do I think it's because Marvel peaked in my opinion, Marvel has peaked. Mm. I don't know if they're on the downhill. I think you're going to have a lot of hit or misses now. Um, but that was my, that was my feeling on Thor. Like, I, I'm just not, I just like Dr. Strange in the multiverse of mass had to see it. I was there opening day, had to see that damn thing. Um, this one, I was, I'm like, eh, well, whatever. I'll just hear reviews and see if it's good. Mm-hmm. So Greg, you <laughs> saw Thor love and thunder. I did. Yes. Now give me a little background on Thor for you and your Greg oh. Thor. Like okay. Greg uh, yeah. Thor is w- w- in my top three of Marvel characters from the time the, you were like eight. From the yes, from from a young lad, definitely Thor is was one of my top characters. It's Captain so you've seen Many inter and in, in, yep. iterations, imitations. Yep. My, yeah, my my top three Marvel have always been Captain America, and then Hulk and Thor kind of vacillate between. Yeah. The Hold two. on one quick moment. That would be a great time, guys. I believe on Audible. <laughs> we forgot all about oh, Audible. Yeah, we talked, we forgot about I Audible. believe you can actually listen to comic books or graphic novels. Can you not? Well, uh, not not like how you're thinking. But some of the top comic book writers are also novelists. In fact, okay. one of the top Spider-Man novels out there is from Jim Butcher, who also wrote the Dresden Files. There you go. Um, but it is a fantastic Spider-Man novel, which is available on Audible, which we are partnered with. So if you'd like to go check that out, you can go to audibletrial.com slash J-A-T-G and check that out. There you go. So yeah. here we go. Without further ado, Greg's yeah. review so- for Thor Love and Thunder. Uh, I want one. I want to see it again, so I'm going to preface that because I, okay. I think I, I need to almost sol- either solidify my initial thoughts or or maybe change them up a little bit. But out of five stars, and this is our letterboxed review. So if you go to letterbox.com/slash/jatj/jatg underscore podcast, you will find all of my film reviews uh, that we're doing on here. So Thor: Love and Thunder out of five stars, I gave it a two. <gasps> Uh, two, stars. That, two stars. What did you give Ragnarok? I don't remember. I don't know if I had this up and running okay. to do Ragnarok. You want to read the review? I can read it. Yeah, sure. I mean, people, will that stop people from going there? Because oh, I think I, it, I, okay, I don't know. Ahead, these go. are available at any time. But uh, I said, if you like the first two Thor films, Thor and Thor Dark World, uh, you definitely will not like this film. Uh, if you liked Thor Ragnarok, You might like this one, but you're probably going to think Ragnarok is better. Uh, If you like Thor comic books, then you can fuck right off because none of the Thor comic book character is found here. It's like they gutted him and Chris Hemsworth is wearing Thor's face. Uh, It's like a leather face kind of situation. So it's kind of like barely hanging on. Um, if you think uh, it makes him recognizable, but all you're looking at is a neon colored horrific version of this character. Uh, so this is the, it, as much as you want to think this is a Thor film. It is not, it is a Taika Watiti film. Okay. And Taika Watiti is known for big colors. Um, 
the films that I've seen him make, uh, you know, Jojo Rabbit, good film. Uh, he's really into like the mockumentary style. In mm-hmm. fact, he was the one that did the when Thor had a, a flatmate or, an, or a roommate. Oh, that he did those. Like, yeah, that yes. was like his introduction in the character. Okay. Um, this film is, and, and I'm I'm gonna keep it as spoiler free as I can, but like the. They took elements from the comic, like the gore, the God Butcher, who is the bad guy of yes. this film, the the mighty Thor, which is Jane Foster becoming Thor. All of this is in the previews. I'm not I'm not, not letting anybody not yeah. know. Yeah, not spoiling anything. And it is it's like Jane's not in it enough to really give you a good feeling of her mighty Thor, because all the all the stuff she has with with Chris Hemsworth when they're on screen together is two exes getting back together and seeing each other again for the first time in eight years. Um, and she doesn't really come into her own as mighty Thor. I don't okay. think um, they are carrying out some pretty good elements of that character of why she became the mighty Thor. Okay. Like that female version yep. of Thor, but again, with a different spin okay. um, of, of like why the hammer came to her. Okay. Uh, while Mjolnir chose her or found her worthy. And you see, uh, you see Gord, the God butcher, but like his, his mission is pretty much the same as it is in the comic, but okay. carrying it out kind of differently. All right. Like, you know, it's not so much him just, he is going around killing some gods. That's why I call him the God butcher. Um, but he's got another overarching plan to kind of kind of like a nuclear deterrent kind of piece. Okay. Um, And the, which brings in another kind of Marvel entity, which I'm glad they brought in, but you know, it just, I don't know. And then there's a storyline with some kidnapped kids and it, it was very disjointed the comedy pieces. And that's what a lot. I I even said this before, like this is going to be a a comedy Thor. Like that's going to be what it is. Yes. So, so much so, like the battle scenes that are involved, unimpressive, like not impressive. I was afraid of that too. Yeah. You know, they're just reusing, uh, like they used, uh, uh, oh, not War Pigs. What, um, oh, God, the song from Ragnarok. Oh, Uh, ah, yeah. Um, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but, but they use that song, song. Immigrant Song. Immigrant Song. Yeah. They use Immigrant Song to great effect. Yes, they in did. that film. Yes, they did. And so they try to do that with Guns N' Roses in this film, and it just kind of falls flat. Falls me. flat. Yeah, yeah, I didn't pick, like, even when they picked that song in the trailer, I thought, this doesn't, like, that's that's, that's yep. not Thor. The like, the Guardians make an appearance, and that's the best I'm going to say, and okay. their appearance completely falls flat. Um, oh, man. It is, I don't know. It's, it's just like there were, they had all these different kind of, threads of story and they didn't go anywhere with it they just well it's like they tried to go somewhere with it but they just didn't land yeah and i i mean there's a couple reviewers that i've started following uh straw hat goofy is one guy jay stoobs uh is another woman and they're they're nerds i mean they're like us um making a big in the new kind of reviewer scape that they do on like tiktok and and socials and whatnot and Mm -hmm. um even they're just like Yep, it just the comedy didn't land like it was supposed to. The mm-hmm. action certainly didn't land, and but it still left 
totally wide open for more Thor films, even though Chris Hemsworth has said maybe like oh I, I haven't heard that. I heard he said he'll play that as long as they want him to play it. I'd be interested if he does because the fact that he almost left after Dark World, yes, and then he's saying Taika Waititi kind of brought him back in. I'm right. like, then if that's if that's how this is gonna go. I'm not no, a, thank you. No, yeah, thank you. Like no. I I'll be like you. I'll just wait the 45 days and yeah. catch it on, on Disney Plus. Well, wow, that's actually saying something because you're not like that. You will actually gut out a bad movie just to keep the industry up. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I will. I, I I mean, I I pay to go see the Sony films in the theater. Yeah. Because I I like the superhero genre enough. And I mean, there's one gag that they use over and over again in Thor. It's funny. And I laughed every time they did it. Yeah. But then when you walk out of the theater, you're like, that's, that's the most memorable thing oh, that, I'm wa- that I'm walking out of the theater with. That's a shame because like, you had a hits. great talent and you had a great talent. Actually, if you look all over that board, there's great. Talent. It is, it is chock filled with talent. I mean, yeah. um, you know, uh, King Valkyrie, they had so much there that they could have done. Yes. Uh, the the scenes with her and Foster on screen together, I thought were really good. And there was a lot more they could have done there. Okay. Um, you know, just the fact that you have Christian Bale as your bad guy. And, and you know what he did? It was interesting because it was the first time I heard Christian Bale actually like using his own accent in a film because okay. he's such a character actor. Yeah. Um, and he's still, it's very much a character for him in this. Um, and you you understood Gore's motivation, and again, it, here's here's one piece, and I guess I will spoil this. Um, as a comic fan, you know, if you're a comic fan, a Thor comic book fan, you realize how much Sif and the Warriors Three have played into his stories. Yes, and they, I mean that's like as guardian Avengers. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're such a big deal and you, you love those characters. Yeah. They reduce them down to some exposition of Korg going, who's that guy? You remember him? Who is that again? And you're like, did you just call Volsteg that guy? Fuck you, oh. dude. <laughs> so it's almost like Tycho fell in love with his little creation of Korg. He, he and just certainly wanted... did. Yes. And Korg oh, okay. is in the movie way too damn much. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. I just saw one part where Thor was giving a speech and it looked like he was in a town hall meeting. And that little weird little grub thing that has like mechanical arms. Meek, he, yeah. Yeah. He says, Meek, can you stop with the E? I was like, yeah. he's like, I can't keep doing my speech with the E. And I thought when I heard that talent, I was like, Oh, this is like from, oh no. And that, that's a great example of like, it was a moment where Thor was going to inspire new Asgard. Yeah. And they broke it with some kind of comedy beat that just doesn't even land. Okay. And you're like, why, why would you do that? Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. Cause uh, both you and I are big fans of Thor. Mm -hmm. I mean, excited to see Chris Hemsworth do hammer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. That's Stormbreaker plays an interesting role. Okay. In the film. Um, so it, it's not it's not totally without merit, but right. but definitely but it's not what we as Thor fans want, right? Yeah, no, yeah. It, okay. it is it is my least favorite Thor film. Okay. Wow, least favorite, even after Dark World. Mm-hmm. Wow, okay. All yep. right. There you have it, folks. So if uh you still want to see it, go see it if you want to wait 45 days or what less now. 
40 days or 40, yeah, yeah. 42 days left. Cousin Clay Good. says he's, he's literally the dumb Thor from the what if, like where he's just, oh, like, God, is yeah. he not as arrogant, but right. Well, you know what? No, in the beginning, but even in, even in that what if that episode, I, that was, I didn't care. I was like, is this just about him partying in Las Vegas? Like, I was like so disappointed by that episode. Yeah. That what if yeah. episode. Yeah. It's, he's okay. not, he's not exactly the same attitude, but he's, in the beginning, he's just as aloof, I would say. Okay. No, that's a shame. So it was. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot you could have done with the Guardians of the Galaxy and Thor. Like that. that oh, yeah. They been, didn't, didn't touch yeah, it. They didn't touch didn't it. Damn. That's a shame. That's a nope. shame. Yeah. Maybe, maybe what they're going to start doing is what they're doing with Star Wars now. They're going to start, they'll show what that was actually like. Like, I don't know. In some, uh, that's, I've heard animated there is a four, Four hours of extra footage that hit the cutting room floor because Taika is, I mean, he he wants his actors to ad lib. Just, we're going to keep the camera rolling. You just do the scene over and over again, throw on some different jokes, some different things. And he has said, um, yeah, there's four hours of extra material out there, but it's all crap. Like, I don't even want to show it to you guys because it's that bad. It jokes, the jo- jokes don't land. And, and I'm like, if if what is hit the cutting room floor didn't land didn't land then what the hell is that because what they put on the screen you're going "Eh, okay wow that's a shame again there were some there were a couple cool moments in there and that's it and that was about it Uh, ah but they but again thor will return he'll come back yeah because we all love him yep (laughs) all right man um i wanted to actually go back to a uh show that dropped last week uh, in July, uh, July 1st. Um, I've been pushing these books. It seems like not pushing them, but I've been, I just caught fire and I started reading all these books, the Jack Carr series with James Reese, the terminalist, Chris Pratt was in it. I hear it had horrible reviews, but the audience loved it. Um, Greg, you watched the whole series, correct? Yes. Did you like it? Did you not? I did. It, It was eight episodes. I think. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was eight episodes that I feel they probably could have done in six. I agree. I always agree with that, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, I enjoyed it myself. It's vastly different. If you're expecting now, because Greg gave you some good advice to watch the movie first, and if you like it, go pick up the book. You will read a completely different story in the book. Completely yeah. different. Um, so just be prepared for that. They're both good stories, actually. Um, but you will be shocked at how little um, it kind of is. Um uh, a lot of characters aren't the same, aren't there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of characters that they have here are, don't have as big of a part. A lot of the characters in the terminal list, the show versus the book, um, the nationalities are different. So um, that's just something to consider and think about. Um, yeah. So there were some moments where that it was odd and it was very odd seeing Chris Pratt serious all the time very odd i yeah i get it he was supposed to be you know he's yeah in, he's going through some mm-hmm. really heavy moments in his life. heavy stuff and, yeah and uh which i so, didn't expect i didn't yeah. expect the heaviness of it yeah that's what ursula said too yeah um he uh it, it's it's a man who if he's pushed if you take everything away from him he doesn't hold back so yeah. um uh 
again, I that was a little bit of a shocker to me, but there were mm-hmm. some moments that seemed off. That's all. And I don't know. And I don't know. And I'm not a I'm not a military person. I'm not even a teams guy, obviously. So yeah. I wouldn't know in terms of, but according to them, that whole thing was crawling with Navy SEALs in terms of, you know, Jack Carr, the guy who actually wrote it. And then I think the guy that played Boozer is okay. actually a Navy SEAL. Um, and there's a bunch of other Navy SEALs that were like um, consulting on the entire thing. Okay. Just wanted to make yeah. it as genuine as possible. Did you catch Arnold Schwarzenegger's son in that? I, I saw he was in it, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't spot him. Okay. Like He's Donnie we Mitchell. It. He's Donnie Mitchell. He dies. In, oops. Um, <laughs> something bad happens to him. Yeah, uh, but in the in the first in the first he's the first the episode, one, yeah. yeah, in the first episode, he's the one that says, "I feel like a goddamn pit bull, sir." Oh, was, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so. w- no, I wouldn't have caught that. Oh, yeah. that's Arnold's son. Yeah. Um, probably because Arnold's son could walk into my house right now, I'd be like, "Who are you?" But, <laughs> <laughs> Get out now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I like yeah, it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think they're gonna do a sequel. Um. Oh yeah, I think so. I think there'll be a, at least another yeah. season. It should be True um, Believer, um, which is which was good. My favorite one was Savage Son. That was my favorite one. But have you read them all? You no, no. I unfortunately I get in this nasty little habit. Like I'll give you an example. This isn't, but if I buy a, the first book and it's this size, I can't mm-hmm. buy a book. I can't buy the second book if it's this size, like. Oh, <laughs> it just upsets me. I don't know like, why like it doesn't look good on the bookshelf. You yeah. And it. I can't do it. So I'm waiting for the fourth book to come in the size that I have all the other ones. I can, I can understand that. I've seen some guys that do like, uh, like the graphic novels or, or like yes. the omnibus or something like that. Yeah. And like, it's all the same, but then for some reason they print, like, instead of like doing a jo- top justification. Yeah going down they'll like do it from the bottom and you're like why why would yeah. you why would you mess with my world like why yeah. can't like i have so very little order in my world why would yep. you mess with this the, order? the little bit of ocd that some people have they're like yes. what the hell yeah so according to barnes and noble that's not going to be produced until february 23rd of 2023 so i have a while okay yeah you yeah. got a little bit yeah i'm gonna get a little bit anyway i have watched the gray man uh not the watch I have read The Gray Man. That's a oh, movie okay. coming out. Yeah, I'm waiting again, um, waiting to see the movie before. It's with the Russo, so I'm very excited about that. Actually, mm-hmm. it, it really looks fantastic. Actors. It does look really good. There's this one clip I love. Um, you guys can search it on YouTube. It's it's a great it's great, and I love I'm, the chemistry. I'm excited to see Ryan Gosling as an action guy. Yeah, like I'm not sure if we've ever seen that. Uh, I mean, we saw it a little bit in the action comedy of the other guys, but yeah, um, or the good guys. Sorry, right. Or there's um, one where he's a driver. Oh, that's right. It's called Driver. Um, yeah, but he's not. He's it, that's not real actiony. I would. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah, call that an yeah. action thing. I mean, there's some action elements to it, but um, mm-hmm. you know, his yeah, no, I wouldn't call it an action. Right. Um. So interesting, yeah. the Gray Man. Yeah. But but the Gray Man book's very good. Okay. So yeah, I like it. Um uh again on Audible uh on Audible, I started listening to Impact Winter. Um it's it's uh I think I found out they're actually uh I think the BBC or somebody's doing a series um by Travis Beecham and it's a full cast narration, so it's like a radio program. Oh, cool. Um so different actors doing the the different characters, things like that. Um it is a comet hits earth 
uh and the the subsequent you know kicking the dust up and and so uh the sun has been blocked out and vampires start to appear Uh-oh. and you're kind of like are they from the comet is this like a weird kind of ground effect or it's it yeah, sounds been like hiding in the woodwork the whole time that's i think that's what it is i mean it seems very much like they've always been here but now that they can walk around and, and there's three different types you've got like your very feral um almost ghoul types yeah you've, you've kind of got like your normal like they have their personality types and then you have something called the overlord and you're i'm like okay cool okay. how are the vampires are um they, are they vicious are they or are they well, the, the, all the different three of them they yeah all the type the, the type ones very vicious okay uh the type twos seem okay like they're they're with it yeah but but they might not have the full abilities of the overlord which i haven't i've heard mention of but okay. we haven't uh seen or seen, witnessed well or... where i'm at we've seen one but you don't know the extent of his abilities other than okay. kind of to use some telepathy or something like that but um so far it's very solid it's it's episodic um but i was looking i again was getting sucked into the dresden files like mm-hmm. just killing those books and i was like you know what you've you've i do like this rotation of like five different series or something like that and that's all i'm doing in audible that's <laughs> like <laughs> getting, getting too much into that i'm like pick up something different do something different and so I, that's why i went with this yeah does does audible does audible do kind of what youtube does that if you watch one or two things they just flood you with all this other stuff you might like that's there's, associated with that there's some recommendations yeah like okay. um because i listen to the baba verse um we are legion we are at bob it says oh you might actually like um like the expanse novels by okay uh, i think it's larry korea that right those um they're like you might like those and i'm like i like the show but i'm you know yeah. and it, again jumping into uh like a 15 novel series isn't on my to-do list right now no especially after you uh dune almost dune knocked you out right dune, dune out yeah dune choked me out a little bit <laughs> i'm like I'm like I'm gonna, yeah i'm gonna do dune and then yeah well like the last i'm in the last like 10th like literally, I would listen. I I need to listen to the uh, Messiah for like two hours, and it would actually count as finished. Okay. I'm like, nope. I'm just gonna Wikipedia that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm done. Not gonna do it. Yeah. So, so guys, we're giving you some great things to catch up on if you didn't do it. Um, yeah. Actually, I have a question. Stranger Things. I'm not gonna give any spoilers away. I thought okay. this was the last season. I thought that too. Like going into it, I thought okay. they were gonna close it it's out. It's not four. No. Yeah, nope. obviously it's not i was like it like is very that much ending? it very much seems like five is going to be the end okay um so that'll be three hours per episode <laughs> i i think i heard they're going to get away from that like okay. like but yeah because the yeah. the last episode was a bit of a haul <laughs> yeah bit of a haul yeah absolutely um i enjoyed it i um i really like all of stranger things i was just watching it um some of the best parts are Eddie Munson. Everybody yeah, he's fantastic. Him. Yeah, yep. everybody knows that. He he does a nice little solo. That's that's pretty cool. Um, uh, have you? The, no, I haven't heard about that. It's interesting. Yeah. I, what's what's that about? No, I mean like um, I haven't heard like I hear there's this amazing story behind it or something like that. But I I don't. Really uh, know. I don't know about the amazing story other than they got the rights for it and yeah. Um, the the effect that stranger things is having on the music industry yes is really especially cool one song 
yeah, it seems to be like one song per season, but like yeah. for this season, Kate Bush yep. running up that hill. Yep. And I consider myself a pretty big 80s music fan. Never heard I've it, did you? Never heard of this song before. Neither did I. Neither and did I. but she Kate Bush owns the right to her own music. Okay. She is, she, is she still alive? Is she still oh yeah, she is okay. she's still alive. Okay. Um, it is her production company that releases it, meaning all of the money that this this one song is now making on like Spotify, Pandora, yeah. Amazon, all that yeah. is go all those proceeds are going straight back to her. Wow. So within the first two weeks yes. of Stranger Max Things, saved, like getting the saved. first part, yeah, yes. the first volume coming out, yeah, she cashed the check for like two and a half million. Like, yeah, I so bet. you can imagine being like, I don't say washed up because I have no idea what she was doing, otherwise, but not, right. I, not I hadn't heard she wasn't on the radar, no, yeah. not at all. Yeah. yeah, to all of a sudden be like, you've got the number one song in the world right now, <laughs> and here's your check for millions of dollars, and you're yes. like, yeah. Yeah, can you imagine yeah. just can you imagine being her? Let's say she wasn't washed up, but let's say she just healthily retired. Yeah, you know, and then she's just sudden, sitting there. She's just sitting there getting her morning coffee, and her agent calls her up, and she's like, "I haven't talked to this guy in a while. What's up?" Yeah, <laughs> he's like, guess what, Kate? So <laughs> I'm buying Str- that new yacht. <laughs> have you heard of Stranger Things? Because they want to yeah. use your song. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was. Uh, I loved Stranger Things. I, that's one of the very few shows where I feel like. Unless they screw it up, I hope they don't Game of Thrones this and just yeah. There's a little bit know. of that fear, <laughs> yeah, um, because it's coming down to it. So watch that, watch the Terminal List. If you feel like going out to see Thor, Love and Thunder, go for yeah. it. Yeah, um, yeah. I want to introduce a new segment that I think we're gonna see how long we can continue to do this. I have three questions. I'm just going to name them one, two, or three. You tell me which one you want me to read out. But what this is, this segment is called is Dad Bod. And it's not oh. exactly what you think it is when with the title. It's the only one I thought that was catchy. Oh, but what we're going to do at Dad Bod is, Greg, you've been a dad a lot longer than me. You have uh-huh. three times more the experience Seven, than me. 17 and a half years, yes. You have three times the uh, more experience than me. I am a new dad in this world. And I think there's a lot of dads out there that don't have a fucking clue or they're looking for a clue or they're looking for experience or they're looking to talk or hear that. Hey, I was freaking out about that. Oh, cool. Oh. Like I'm not the only one okay. that's freaking out about that. So I was going to bounce some stuff off you. You tell me how you view it. I'll tell you how I view it. Uh, whoever listens, add in how you view it. If you are a father um, or uh pack it away or put it in a, your little pocket and pull it out when you need it when you become a father so okay greg question one two or three you tell me just go with it two because two rates. okay how do you handle your kids getting offended in this day and age now when they come home and they're saying uh this guy just totally offended me because i'll be honest greg this is one of my pressure points this month for some reason i'm so sick and tired of people being offended. Do you remember a time you were ever deeply offended, Greg, and it ruined your day? You had to like stop what you were doing and write a stern letter and all this shit. You mean like mean like as a kid or like as an adult or let's go with as a kid. No, I never exactly none of us. I think I I think I can speak freely for all of us that are me, Greg and I's age. We didn't get offended. If somebody said something we didn't like what they said, our first thought was you're an asshole. I'm not hanging out with you anymore. 
<laughs> yeah yeah and so it's not that we didn't get offended it's just yeah, we didn't carry it we didn't put a yeah. title behind it we didn't make it like this i don't know like this all of a sudden you can just lift up this flag and i'm offended yeah. like so how do you um, that with teenagers now essentially it's it's interesting because you can't you don't want to just like dismiss their their feelings on the issue because usually when you're talking about what are they offended about it's it's usually like a social issue of, of some kind okay um or e even if it was like something that their friends did y you try to try to have them at least take some perspective on it and be like okay that's how you're feeling but what about the other side of this like try to put yourself and have them try to get into this kind of the empathy piece and okay remember what the other person's feeling and things like that um so there's that piece and my wife is really good with that uh helping how so? them through how's that. she good at with it well she's just good at really talking them through their feelings and okay and you know as a dad uh i think my go-to is okay be offended fine be offended but ha nothing happens like great you're offended world doesn't give a shit <laughs> that's kind that's of that's kind of where i'm at yeah like i will say this someone i know um you know you know them too um they had to deal with a situation where someone was greatly offended by the roe versus wade which is a very touchy oh, a, subject okay yeah okay very touchy subject but what i mean is they were offended by the way it was presented as almost a helpful thing. Like if you need to talk about this, you know, here are some places that you can go and discuss. Okay. And somebody lost their mind and spent, I'm guessing at least three or four hours ripping through the information so they could point out what they were all offended by. And I just thought, when did this become why is this such a thing now why are, why are we a lot like it's like you said okay you're offended move on yeah. like, like that's what i mean it, it's when did we become so attached to this that when did yeah. we offending become such a oh you got offended well now yeah. you have to like do a formal apology and now you it's like jesus christ just yeah it's move on and like I said, there's a balancing act here. I'm I'm not trying to dismiss other people's opinions or feelings on an issue. At the same time, um, I, like I know people that are, especially lately, are really trying to. It's like they're trying to pick a fight. Yeah, it, it, it is very much like they're, or they're trying um, to find something that they can stand on and say, "This is my cause." Yeah, and it's. I don't even think it's that it's like if i share something like if it's on my socials on our socials or something like that where it's yeah. you know doing it through um doing it through the podcast socials you know there are people out there that are starting to like they're trying to come at us yes of like oh yeah well they think this or you so what you're saying is you believe this this and this i'm like yeah. i didn't say that at all yeah you know or thinking that because you have an opinion about one thing, well, then you must share all of these other, all opinions. these other opinions. Yes. And you're yes. like, no, yeah. no, I don't, I don't have to think that way at all. Right. And the fact that they try to put us in that kind of a box is, is offensive in itself where you're like, nope, I'm my own man. 
as, as are you, I mean, and we've disagreed yeah. on some of the things that get shared out through our socials yeah. and, and I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's like, they're trying to pick a fight and I'm not going to engage in that because engaging through the social media platforms, it's not really a conversation. Do you think that's the problem? I think so. I think it is like whoever you're talking about. And I honest to goodness, folks do not know who he's talking about here. Um, if this person that we both know were to say, Hey, you know what? I want to sit down and have a conversation about this. Even if it's on the show. Cool. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's have an actual conversation where right. we can have more, more of the elements of communication, such as body language and tone and things like that, that are, we know is 80% of communication comes through tone and body language. And it's not just words where social media is just bringing words here, here, here are the words. And you think that because of these words, you can infer my tone. You can infer what I'm trying to communicate. Um, and you think I'm either angry or snotty or being a shithead or whatever. Maybe I'm just saying, Hey, you know what? There are elements to this person's argument that I really agree with. But we can't, that back and forth isn't there. Right. So, yeah. So going back to the dad bod portion of this conversation. Yes. Yeah. So when you when you sit there and you say, do you think that's the best way to go as a dad to sit there and say, you got offended? It's time to just like take whatever. I wouldn't say take whatever time you need, but I would say, Okay, digest it and move on. I, I I try to have them at least consider the other side. Like, okay. like put yourself in the other person's shoes. Realize that this could be how they are thinking and feeling before you start to solidify your opinions about them. Okay. Or, I mean, because whatever you think their motivation is mm -hmm. very well might not be their motivation at all of why the person said this, did this, shared this, whatever. Right. You know, just try to get them to think about it in yeah. that respect. Um, it, it comes down to the, you know, how we used to end the show with that three step, you know, yeah. check your, check your sources, know your audience and don't be a douche. I yeah. Mean, try to kinda, do all that with emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing you've yeah. got to, you know, you've got to take a breath and yeah. Know, um, it's just cousin, funny. Yeah. Cousin Clay is on here and he is a dad. Um, he said, you know, he just tries to point out to his kids, Hey, it could be worse. You know, well, there you go. Okay. It could always be worse. And then, you know, you, you do have to move on. Like the, the world yes. isn't going to stop turning because you're offended or whether you process. Why well, are people not. took, they couldn't work or they couldn't go to school when Trump got elected. That's like, bullshit. My day did not change when I found out he was yeah. president. I still yeah. went up. I still did work. I, and anybody I talked to, it was like, Hey, Trump's president. I'm like, yep. And we kept going on. Like it didn't yeah. matter. And I've just, I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a higher thing that I'm not trying to get into the Trump thing. I, I, I could care if he won or lost personally. Anyway, my, my point is dealing with, you have to deal but, with, but letting, me. yeah. Letting something like that ruin your week. Yeah. Now you can have feelings about it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And you can have opinions about it because people will, I mean, and we're right. in Wisconsin, we're coming up on, on governor elections, you know, Throwing, this year. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, there's going to be a lot of people either really happy or really sad. I mean, it's just going to happen. Right. Um, and I, you know, <laughs> in my opinion, I'm like, you know, who's going to get elected the wrong person. Yes. Because much. that's just how it's going to <laughs> yeah. go. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if I can actually take what Gwen's going through at four now and say she's offended, but she gets worked up like we were at a water park this weekend. She got worked up because a little boy came around and splashed everybody in the face. He thought it was the best thing in the world to walk around to each individual yeah. person he didn't know in the world and splashed him right in the face. And he had goggles on, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> the dad in me protecting my little girl wanted to take those goggles and pull them and let it go Yep, and smack it. But I just, I, I had to let it play out. Gwen came up to me and she said, daddy, like he splashed me, he splashed me. Like she's offended she's at that age. Yeah. Yes. She was upset and offended at that age. And I said, okay, he's doing it to everybody. Okay. I said, you just got to tell him, please don't splash me and walk or walk away. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I'm not going to have my little four-year-old girl beat up a guy in the middle of a water park. I'm just not going to do that nowadays. Now, I did say if he does it again, I want you to splash him as best you can or push him down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, Ursula was appalled that I would tell you not going to tell her to push somebody down. I said, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Duh. I am. Oh, yeah, I am. If I said one strike. Like he splashed her and he got away with it. If he comes back, Gwen, mm-hmm. tell him to stop it and walk away. If he does it a third time, that's your time to attack. Yeah. So um, I don't know if that's the best advice to give. It's the best advice I had in my head at the moment. Yeah. But um, that's kind I, of what parenting is half the time. I kind of understand. And that's why I wanted to bring this up because we're dealing with things. I'm dealing from a four four-year-old perspective you're dealing it from three different perspectives yeah and you've gone through all of this well and the the idea that other people will raise assholes yes that's that's i mean that's i mean if that kid was going around splashing everyone one where are his parents do they think it's funny and assholes raise assholes and that's not going to change it hasn't changed since the beginning of time and it's not going to change from here on after yes so that's a lesson for your kids to learn. I'm like, yeah, that kid's an asshole. Let's try to avoid him. Yeah. Or, or, or like, or like you said, three strikes. And you know, if she pushes the kids down and all of a sudden parents are having an issue, well then they're telling me your kid's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why I don't you that. do something about yeah, that? Yeah. Do something about it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> excuse me. I agree. So if any of you guys out there, <clears throat> hang on one second. Is it okay? Is it are we doing all three questions or are we just doing the one? Just one today. Okay, got it. Just one today. Got it. Uh, and as same with you, if parenting, and that's what I want to throw out to everybody else. <clears throat> Submit your questions at yeah, johnnyandthegreg.com. Yeah, if you guys have a dad question you want us, or dad bod question you want us to hit, hashtag it dad bod. Let's see if we can get this going. It'll probably be weird though. <laughs> but anyway. Send us questions of things that you're wondering. Hey, how yeah. do they handle it? How do they, uh, Greg, you think of it? I'll think of it. Yeah. Send it to our Facebook page or Instagram yeah. account. We will answer it. Yeah. This is something that we're going to do because I want to learn some stuff because I am all about trying to be the best dad I can be. So that's a big deal to me. Should we throw in? Yes. Should we throw in like, like there is this little thing where you're a dad and a husband and somewhere in the middle, you're, you're somewhere in the middle. You're, you're both at the same time and you got to manage both. Does that make sense? What I'm trying to say, like a husband and a dad. Yes. So if you want to throw a question about that, 
Like I got one coming up. Greg didn't guess it today, but I got one okay. coming up. But um, but yeah, if you guys just have any questions, anything like that, throw us, throw it at us. Hashtag a dad bod. We'll throw it down and see if we yeah, see answer, what we got. See what we got. All right. What do you got, G? Anything? No, not really. No. We're, we're, we're about in an hour. So. Are we about an hour? Yep. Oh shit, we are at an hour. Okay. I wanted to do one more thing, but I'll save that for another day. Actually, I have a quick, we'll just, we'll start this too. Actually, this is something I pulled off of. Um, I think it's, I forgot. Where I, I think it's bar stool, bar stool, bar stool, bar stool sports. They have this bracket and this bracket's called the best feelings bracket. Okay. Okay. And it's, we're, we're and it's like, it's like a March, it's like a March madness thing. Right. So they have all yeah, these sure. different best feelings like a tournament. All right. So let's just vote on this. Everybody that's listening and then we'll see who moves on. All right. And the first seed is having an orgasm. Now they're going up against the 16 seed of waking up to a snow day. Uh, okay. So you have an orgasm versus waking up to a snow day. Now don't discourage having a snow day. There's something very cool when you're an adult about waking up and realizing, oh shit, I don't got to work today. <laughs> now, not for you. Yeah. Not for me. I yeah, just... Cause you stay at home and you're going to do it regardless, but yeah. For those of you that drive, or I don't know, I think it's very rare nowadays adults have snow days. So I think it's going to lose to have an orgasm because it's an orgasm. Yeah. 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 But that's, that's one of the, I will say out of the two things, one of them happens a lot more often than the others. Yes. (laughs) There you go. Um, This next one is weird. The eighth seed versus the ninth seed. So the eighth seed is sneezing. (laughs) But what what did somebody say? What comment do we got? Clay, Clay's like internet went out. <laughs> internet went could out. You, could you imagine if like you got a snow day and then your internet goes out? You're like, mother of ours. <laughs> um, the eighth seed is sneezing, which I never, I never took that as a good is that feeling. A, is that an emotion? I won't call that an emotion. Yeah, it's okay. sneezing versus waking up from a nightmare. I think waking up from a nightmare blows away sneezing um right have you ever thought when you sneezed clay i know you're listening i think you're the only one listening (laughs) oh we got Um, a couple more but okay if if you sneeze did have you ever thought wow that felt good like i've never had yeah uh, that was great yeah there was never a there was never a like it's not like a burp and you're like oh okay now i have room yeah i know you know usually if you sneeze you're like mother Oh my God! What did yeah. I just do? Or usually um, it comes in threes, and you're like, "Oh God, please stop! Please stop! Please stop!" <laughs> if you go to four, I'm literally looking at you, and be like, "Get your shit together! Come on!" Yeah, right. um, Especially nowadays, waking up from a nightmare is usually terrifying in itself too, because then you realize, like, "Oh, what did my subconsciousness do to me?" Um, Have you really thought that? Oh yeah, yeah. really? Like, yeah. or I, I can see the next day as you're as you're going through. No, like happen. I've. I've woken up from nightmares like as an adult, still yeah. like afraid to move. Like, yeah, wow. like it's terrifying. Wow. So, but when you, okay, so there is no actual moment where you're like, oh, sweet Jesus, that was only a nightmare. Thank God. No, nope. I okay. mean, like, I will force myself to like roll over and try to go back to sleep and hope I don't re enter it. So, do you think sneezing wins that one then? 
Or would sneezing win that for you? Well, I'm it's kind of weird because like sneezing, yeah. I'm like, okay, whatever. But it, coming out of a nightmare, you're like, well, I'm glad I'm not in it anymore because right. if I had to keep in it, yeah. that'd be no fun. I get that. I don't know who, in yeah. my opinion, probably waking up from a nightmare might be easier or might be a better feeling than sneezing. Yeah. Yeah. I because so, at least you realize it's a dream and that your yeah. kids so are pretty much possessed. right now it's waking up from a nightmare versus having an orgasm. Okay, good luck. Yeah, no, I'm like number nine. That's another no contest. Yeah. Okay, so I think in the first bracket here, because it was just those four subjects, and the first the first of our, our of our final four is having an orgasm. I most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next bracket or next. Oh, we're we're gonna go through the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Why not? The next section is avoiding red lights. So I guess on your commute or wherever you got to get to, like a red light never happens. That's kind of cool. Usually when that happens to me, I'm thinking maybe the stars are aligned. I should buy a lottery ticket. Do you do you turn down the radio at a red light and stop singing if you're in the car? No. Okay. I listen to talk radio now, so I rarely listen to, to singing. We, I've never. Do you sing in the car? I, I've never known you to. Like we don't like when we're driving together. We're not yeah, singing. I, no, not really. Unless it's okay. a really good tune. Okay. But yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. But it's usually up so loud that I can't hear myself because I don't want to do that. No. Um, so you're like, wow, I sound just like Stephen Perry. <laughs> yes, that would be. Yeah, how, be that, how that goes. Um, <laughs> yeah, so avoiding red lights versus seeing your food coming at a restaurant. Which one's a better feeling? I can think of avoiding red lights because. Yeah, me too. Like if I see the food coming, I'm like, yep, they're here. Yeah, yeah I'm not really excited yet because I, I always wait until it's in, like till I taste it. Then I'm, I don't, I'll know if I'm excited or not. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I might get more excited if I see a drink coming first. <laughs> like if if it's a Friday night and that drink and that blue I know. comes, and I'm like, oh, it's because that's expected. Like if I ordered something, I'm expecting it to come. Where if you're just hitting all greens, you're like, woo. There you go. That's a good point. All right, all right. So the next bracket or the next section: quitting your job or getting a haircut. Good job. job. Yeah. yeah that, you, that that's experience, good. right? Didn't that yeah. feel good? Not yeah. that you had anything against them, but it felt good. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm moving up in the world. Right. Exactly. Getting a haircut, you do feel good. Oh, you don't know about that, do you, right? It's been a long time. No. <laughs> been a well, how long did you feel about after your really long, big shave when you had that really big beard and you got a shave down? Yeah. I, get, I think that felt okay. I mean, it, it was, it was weird to have. I mean, and again, I haven't been to a barber or a stylist or anything. I mean, we're going on, we're going on 20 some years, right? Do you feel good after you shave your head? It's fine. I mean, it, I, I, I shave once or twice a week, so it's just kind of like, eh. it's like a chore sometimes. Or it's almost a chore. Um, now. Okay. Yeah. But, <laughs> and yeah, like when we had, had the, uh, when she came in and like, you know, did the beard, yeah. it, it felt I'm like, this is as close proximity as another woman has been to me for an extended period of time <laughs> since I got married. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 because that thought hit me. I'm like, yep, she's, she's right there. I, I mean, cause this is a stylist. I mean, and she wasn't doing anything wrong. And I mean, no, she, she was just, I mean, she was just, 
you know, doing the beard. I'm just like, God, Jesus. When you were really getting your close. haircut, when you were getting your haircut back in the day, yeah. when you, did you ever have a girl accidentally, like, she's so into her work, she didn't realize, like, her boob is smashing into your face? There was a stylist in my hometown yeah. that every teenage guy wanted to go to. Yeah. We all wanted to. Was it because of that? Very much so. She okay. was, I mean, she, <laughs> she, uh, she, I don't even know if she had kids at the time. Maybe she did. Who cares? But, but no, 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 it's not that. <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to place the age. I, I mean, know, it's not I like know. She was like, you know, this hot 40 year old woman. And I think she was probably still in her 20s at the time and we're teenagers. Yeah. Um, and maybe she was late 20s. But yeah, we all wanted to go see Diane because one, she did a scalp massage with, with, uh, you said her name. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, I I don't know where she's at anymore. Dirty Diane. I don't I don't care. She was, <laughs> she was the hot stylist and brought it. Um, but she would give you a, a scalp massage, and then yeah, I mean, as she's doing her job, yeah, you know, not purposefully, of course not. But but she but yeah, you or know, maybe who knows? Maybe I don't know. That'd yeah. be weird. But it would be weird. But everybody but was it, lining up for it. it didn't stop everybody like <laughs> from just being like. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. lean into yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so it depends on who's giving you the haircut, I guess, then, in that question, right? <laughs> I, I guess so. Yeah. In what fact, it was fun because I started taking my son to sport clips, and that's all I ever heard was like sport clips was like a, 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 a haircut lap dance. And that is totally oh, not the case. No. Totally not the case. Totally not the case. But some some people that were just upset, um, yes, that it was like this made for men's yes haircut place that happened to be staffed by all women. Because honestly, most of the people that cut hair in in a in a strip mall are women. Yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, that was the <laughs> yeah. That was. Yeah. Yeah. So between quitting your job and getting a haircut, I would say quitting your job would be. Yeah. That. So between quitting your job and did we vote on avoiding red lights? Uh, avoiding what red lights won that. So between, okay. Bracket. So, okay. So avoiding red lights versus quitting your job. Oh, okay. Um, quitting your job, right? Still. Yeah. It's still yeah. quitting your job. So right now, in our fine in our final four, two of them are having an orgasm and quitting your job. Okay. Huh. Well, no, there's no there's no championship. We're not doing the final four yet. So just don't okay. Okay. All right. Here's the other side of the bracket. Making people laugh versus taking a good poop. I love making people laugh. I well, first off, I know you do. That's one yeah. of your that's one of your um it's a gift. One of your honeys. I guess. What my what? One of your honeys. Like it, it's a it it makes you feel good. It makes everybody feel good when you can get somebody to laugh. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a that's an one of the best, just making people happy is one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, yeah. So I would agree. My only problem with taking a good like what are we talking here? Are we talking about now like you're what, what's you, what's what's you the feel scale good, you feel good because your stomach doesn't hurt anymore or the cramping's gone or you feel you hey that feel like one went through no problem you just like, feel like you accomplished something yeah i don't know where the good feeling would come from. i've never walked away going thank like oh wow great feeling yes like i never walked out yeah going, no I, yeah now i have felt happy 
for when my little girl finally figured out to poop in the toilet. I was like, yes, you know, we did that. That's an exciting day. Yeah, that's an exciting Um, day. Yeah, I can't. Or when I my puppy finally figured it out, I was like, yes, outside, not in the house. Bingo. I've never understood. I mean, one, because that that particular bathroom time, when I say it is sacred, yes, it means I don't want anyone in there. Uh, that is, and and, and I, I know this is a total dad thing, and moms are like, well, of course, because the kids aren't knocking down the door trying to, so that, you know, that's one of the big mom things, especially for young moms, like they haven't pooped in peace in, in years. Yeah. But I look or at that. a hot meal. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. stuff like that where yeah. I go, nope, I will, I will just lock the door. Yeah, and I, I even saw like the hands coming up. Nope, yeah. nope, this is dad time. One, I don't want to make anybody else suffer through that, you know. And it's like, no, this is. Can you talk about a but more I, vulnerable time? No, I mean it, it's it's very vulnerable. But the yeah. Yeah, but I know I know like maybe I don't know individuals, but I've heard of couples that'll be like, "Yo, come take a look at this." No, and I'm like, yeah, I, I've wow, and I'm like, no. So even if you have a good one, and this is this is where I'm going to land the plane on this one. This is even if you have a good one. Well, that's what I'm that, saying. What's that's the good like, one? What's a good one? I don't know, but even at whatever your definition is, is if we were to go through the exercise and try to define what that is, right? <laughs> I'm not documenting it. I'm right. not. I'm right. not trying to. Like I know buddies actually take pictures and send it to their other buddy. No, yeah, I I I wouldn't be into that either. I I know a guy, and I used to take martial arts with him, but he he used he's my one of my best friends for about four years, and he moved away. But like he would be, he'd be on the shitter, and we'd be on the phone, and he'd be like, "Hey, I just took a big shit." I'm like, "On the on the phone with me." He goes, yeah. I'm like, dude, don't fucking do that. Yeah, right. Why do you care? I'm like, I don't know why I care, but don't do that. Yeah, but why do why do you care to tell me? Like, yeah, like I you? will. Like, yeah, I agree with you. It, I'm very. It, it, uh, this yeah. has happened. You have called me. Yeah. When, and I'm have? like, yes. Like, okay. you, uh, random calls during the day because you and yeah. I call each other all the time. Yes. And you have called me when I'm on the shooter, and I'm like, mm, I'll call you back. There, nope. <laughs> I'm not taking the phone call right now. Oh, okay. So you haven't taken the phone call because I I don't remember nope. a time where you ever told me. I'll Never. Call. Okay. Never. Yeah. Not and a like, problem. Wife calls. Nope. I'll call you back. And if yeah. it like I will text her. Is this an emergency right yes. now? Yes. Yeah. I do that with Ursula. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, yes. no, I agree I'm, with you. I agree with you. I agree. That's a sacred time for dads. Yeah, and, and it's we're not avoiding it. It's, again, I just I'm like. No one else needs to be involved in this process. <laughs> yeah. Like, let me let me make, make my deposit. And I'm I, there's gonna come a day where I'm old enough where the doctor is gonna be like, here's what we need you to do. You know, yeah. you need to collect a sample, you need to do a thing. And I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna like that time. No, I'm of like, course I'm not. I'm I'm not gonna be happy about it because I even uh some other uh older gentleman that I was talking with a couple months ago that are at the age where they need to go see uh, the proctologist and get like the, the, uh, the colonoscopy kind of thing yes, and stuff like that. Yes. And one guy's like, Nope, I sent mine through the mail. I'm like, how'd, how'd you do that? You just like, 
put the old pipe camera on there yourself and send it through on your cell phone. I don't understand what's going on. And and no, there's a, a medical outfit that you just collect a stool sample and mail. God, it. imagine that job. And I'm like, I don't want to know what that's like. Yeah. Like, uh-uh. Huh. Yeah. Uh-uh. There's certain things I don't want to know what it's like, but I might have to figure it out. Well, I think we all do at some point, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. So I think between these two, without a doubt, making people laugh, Beats definitely a taking a good yeah. poop yeah, yeah all right aware. winning a long shot bet or the relief of peen there have been moments where i've gone oh you know after, after yeah. you, so i but i it's funny i've never sat there and thought to myself that's a good feeling um I, yeah there was one one year i was teaching and we were in lockdown because some jackass wrote a bomb threat on the girl's bathroom stall and we were in lockdown all day like and it was no bathrooms no nothing and i was in pain pain okay like like literal pain yeah to the point where and uh the student i had in the classroom he, he was a student with a uh uh developmental disability and so like i finally he was feeling it too so i'm like buddy we're gonna break the rules and that bugged him but he's i'm like we have to so i took him out and i was stopped in the hallway by the police they're like sir i said one i work here showed my id explain the situation for the kid and i'm like we're getting to the bathroom and we're getting there now yeah and i had to go too but you want to arrest me (laughs) yeah (laughs) so i was like you want to arrest us you go right ahead after we come out yeah you go into the bathroom and and i I, I gotta got hollered on a little bit for that i'm like i'm not apologizing yeah <laughs> like not that's you, not yeah you i they're like we were doing bathroom releases for classrooms i'm like you put me in a closet in literally the back half of the building like i was it was me and then the exit we were the last people that were going to get released i'm like no screw that uh, um yeah i, I, I look i'm only going to say winning a long a long shot bet beats relief of peen only because there are people that have serious like problems with gambling so there has to be some sort of high that's associated with it i mean i've i'm not a gambler so i don't know i mean i don't get jazzed up about any bets i win or lose if i even rarely take a bet i've hit slot machines a couple times for a couple hundred any good feeling well sure it feels good does it equate does it is it better than the p i don't know I don't know. I think it would be, to be honest. Because it it's something. Because I feel kind like of is until you do the math of how much you put in versus how much you got out, and then you're like, oh, I'm still done. Okay. Oh. Well, I, I just think it's because it's almost like Christmas. If Christmas was every day, two or three times a day, it would lose its appeal. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. But if you get hit that long shot bet, so I, I say that wins on that. Um, four more canceling plans or getting love from a dog. To me, it's getting love from a dog. Oh, yeah, dog. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm at this weird age now where I don't, I don't really want to cancel plans. Like, I don't want to, like, get out of a plan that I made with friends because I feel like now yeah. I have that circle where, like, these are our friends. I'm not going to yeah. people's houses that I hate. Right. Yeah. I, I'm in that same spot. Like, yeah. So I would say getting love from a dog beats that out. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I, in fact, even if I did like canceling plans, it, dogs win. Yeah, me. I agree. Last one: making a highlight play 
or when the direct deposit hits. <laughs> direct deposits are kind of nice when that yeah. comes in. You're like, holy yeah. shit, we made it. Well, not, not only that, I yeah, you always feel good about that versus making a highlight play. Rarely do I make a highlight play anymore. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, and even when I did, whatever. There are there are a couple plays in my head that I yeah. know I made. Yeah, back when back in high school when I was an athlete, and you go, that was pretty cool. And that's it. And then you move okay, on. It does, like, doesn't make you want to put on the Letterman jacket. No one else remembers that play but me. But me, yeah. No one. No one. No one. Okay. Yeah. I get you. All right. So between when the direct deposit hits and getting love from a dog, which one wins? Dog. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. All right. Dog is in our is uh in our final four, probably versus. Making people laugh versus winning a long shot bet. I would say making people laugh. Yeah. 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 That's still better. All right. Now it's hard. <laughs> Final four, folks. Final four. Here it is. Making people laugh versus getting love from a dog. I'm going with the dog. Yeah. Because the dog I, dogs are special, man. They are. By the way, those but that I, four days I was in a comatose state. That damn dog I don't like never left my side. Dude, my, he's awesome. Like, I know you don't like him I know. some of the time, but he is a fantastic. I love getting love from your dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but he was fantastic. He never left my side. Not yeah. once. She was like, Ursula would come up and check up on me. And she's like, has he moved? Does he need to go to the bathroom? I'm like, I'm betting you he does. It's like eight hours yeah. he hasn't moved. Yeah. So, Cause he's like, you're not well, <laughs> yeah, right? So um, that that's in my championship game, getting love from a dog. I I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to say making people laugh because there have been stages of my life when I did not have a dog. Yeah. And, okay. and I made it and I made it through. Okay. So would you, here's an either, or have you, have you ever wanted to make somebody laugh that you never made laugh? Kind of. Okay, like some, here, 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 sometimes it's almost like a personal challenge. You're like, okay, oh, I'm yeah. going to get you. Okay, I'm here we get go. You. Here we go. Here we go. You are, you are in, where is it? The Bradley Center? What is it? Where, uh, where did we see Joe Rogan? The Pfizer Forum. Where the Milwaukee Bucks play, right? The Pfizer Forum. Pfizer yes. Forum. Okay. You get up there, you get to tell a joke. If it lands, the entire stadium erupts. Do you get that or one last big hug and kiss from Indy? see that's not fair that is fair no it's not i would pick my dog Bo in a new york minute yeah well yeah because indy is like he was my dog for 30 that's what years. i'm so, saying yeah. Bo yes was I, mine. Would, I would pick the dog over yes. that okay. particular but i i was just curious that has nothing yeah. to do with your vote i'm just saying <laughs> all right so the last uh the next one in the final four having an orgasm versus quitting your job Huh. Yeah, that's a rough one, actually, because Greg, you're you're new to this still. You feel that yeah. feeling still. Well, uh, it depends. Uh, and also, are you retiring? Because that's probably going to feel really good. I, I had a buddy just retire, and he's like, that's a fantastic feeling. <laughs> yeah, um, I bet. Yeah. It's an orgasm. We still chase them. Yeah. 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 It has to be an orgasm. I mean, yeah. I mean, quitting your job is awesome. Yeah. Well, you will do a lot yeah. of things illegal and legal for an orgasm. People have. Yes. yes. 
Yes. People have, right. have fought wars for an orgasm. The whole city of Troy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm still going to go for that. Yeah. Um, so then I would you say making people laugh? Or, oh, okay. So for you, Greg, having an orgasm and making people laugh is your championship game. I don't know if I can choose between the two. Really? I'm having a hard yeah. time because my championship game is having an orgasm versus getting love from a dog. <laughs> <laughs> some perverts out there could sit there and say you could do both on that one well I, you know what i'm i'm pretty sure i have tried to maybe do both of mine at the same time <laughs> okay so do yes. you do you remember the hbo special series <laughs> what did clay say what did he, say? He, he just said got weird <laughs> <laughs> well, we're past our usual hour, so it's going to get weird now. Yeah, we, we've got we've gone into the the late night version of it. Um, <laughs> do you remember the the HBO series? It ran all through the eighties called Real Sex. Yeah, yeah. So it was late night. For those of you that don't know, all the ones that are left. For those of you that don't know, the Real Sex was a late night HBO. I think they did it like once a year, maybe. Yeah. I don't really know. It was in the nineties, um, right? I think like 80s, I remember 90s. trying to record it as a kid, you know, because you... and it was it was small news stories. Yes. About and it says my mom was listening. Well, mom, you're the one that paid for HBO and let me stay up late. <laughs> That's on you. So um, they were like news stories of like some aspect of adult sexuality, everything from very serious to just fucking weird. Yeah. And. <laughs> I remember watching one. It was about clown sex, like literally people dressing up as, oh, as clowns, clowns and having orgies. And I was just like, <laughs> "Wow!" <laughs> and yeah. and it was. I mean, that the, the entire series was very graphic. Like, yes, it, it was, was. I remember it, one. It, that's how, where I learned about tantric sex. Well, and, and like That's thinking back to it, I'm like, like it was still like cable, like and it was yeah. and scene seventeen kind of shit. Yeah, and that was right before Skinamax or something like that. No, I think it was during the same time. I, was I it? Think, well, Skinamax was what eighties, and this was if we're wasn't Skinamax Cinemax. It was. It was just like yeah, night, yeah, okay, like whatever the after hours yeah. Cinemax was. Yeah, That's called um, soft porn, right? You don't see anything; you just see naked bodies moving back and forth, right? Wasn't that it? Um. Isn't that called soft porn or soft soft core porn? Soft core um, porn. Okay. And I think some of that was yes, but then some of it was just like comedies with boobies in it. Yes, like, you're right. It was yeah. yes, like yes. some some like ski school or yes. you know uh, ski patrol. Yeah, yeah, so, something Shit about like that. Yeah, lifeguards at a resort where yes, you know, yes. some boobies and then that's it. Yeah. Um. So cheap comedies of, yeah. of the eighties and nineties. Yeah. So anyway. Um, you were talking about but yeah sex. this whole this yes. whole clown sex thing and i was just like it, it was one of the first things i remember i'm like oh there are some freaky people out yeah. there like like yeah. they were turned they, on by that's when i first saw furries too right was that a real sex um, I, no because yes. they don't have sex they just pretend like they do but but it's still it was still within the realm of like they wanted to cover it in that yeah okay maybe I, it was that I special remember. i remember the thinking my my first exposure me. to that was a, a csi episode oh really yeah that was my first i actually remember that csi episode and then i was like what the hell and then shortly after i think i saw the thing on 
on HBO. And I was yeah. like, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's a thing. That's a, that's a, that's a thing. thing. I, I will never of. forget the, I felt like I was in a safari where Ursula and I were driving to some sort of steakhouse right by Rosemont. And we saw all these furries walking oh, convention. on the road and walking in the convention. I was like, oh my God, it's a furry. They're furries. And Ursula's like, what? What are you talking about? Why are they all dressed up like animals? I'm like, because they get together and they screw. And she's like, no, they don't. I'm like, yeah, they like to pretend like they're dogs and stuff and cats. And there's, okay. So uh, they don't here, just screw. I know that. They they, don't there's more screw. to it than that. Yes, and, and, yes. I, and I didn't, again, I wasn't aware of it. I came back again. I was teaching high school. Yes. And I came back. There's a post-it note on my desk. Hey, Greg, what are furries? <laughs> I, I knew I knew who wrote it because yeah. I could recognize their handwriting. I was like, fucking fuck. So I, I pick it up and I go into this other teacher's room as another special ed teacher. I'm like, one, why are you asking? And two, why the fuck are you asking me? Like, yeah. I know. She's like, I just kind of figured you knew. I'm like, well, I do know. But the reason <laughs> I know is because on CSI like 30 weeks ago. Um, but she had a student, uh, who uh, was on the autism spectrum. Okay. And, but very smart could kind of communicate what he was feeling. Well, he communicated very well, but was struggling with some of his feelings and stuff like that. And he was upset because his mom would not take him to that Chicago convention. Um, which is, I believe an annual thing. And he was upset that his mom wouldn't take him. And so the mom was like, can you talk to him about furries? My coworker was like, I don't even know what that is. Let me ask the guy I think would know me. And it was interesting because when we sat down, we started to break it down. This kid, um, again, uh, an 18-year-old or maybe even 19-year-old with autism and just is not comfortable in his own skin in general. But what he discovered was when he would put on this suit, he could be anybody. He was no longer the kid with autism. He was he just was, a tiger. Oh, he was yeah. just this character that he created. No one could see him. They couldn't judge him. It right. wasn't about how he looked. It was like this. He had this shield yeah. that he could put up and be socially accepted by yes. this group. And I'm like, huh? Wow. Yeah. Just like blew my Never mind. thought of it that way. Yeah. Never, never thought, thought of it that. because, I mean, here we are. We're even laughing about it. We're like, oh, they just get together and do weird sex stuff. Yeah. But there's a whole nother level. And level then again, it. you start to think about it. I'm like, how many people just are so uncomfortable in their own skin and their they're own looking skin for some, some kind of a acceptance and even some kind of affection that this, this is the extent to where they go this is the extent that they they feel they need yeah. to go to and i'm like yeah it's really sad but like wow wow so thanks thanks anyway. for bringing down the mood greg yep, we're having yep. a good time and then it you was got real on us so clown sex is weird <laughs> because i this is the only scene that really sticks out of my head is this one woman was on top of a guy and she literally put like the horn eh, eh, oh god like, I, uh, I, so I, that I every time she would bounce and i was like eh <laughs> yeah and at, at 16 17 year old i'm like i might be too young to watch this yeah, i might be too young well yeah that could give you nightmares it was... all right <laughs> yeah the uh the brackets complete i think yep. um to be honest i think we we both no you didn't choose i didn't i don't know if i can i, I mean you have to right no i don't yes you do <laughs> no i don't um because it's what I mean, it's not one of those things where it's like you can never have the other one again. No, just what's the best feeling? What's the best feeling? 
you know what? <laughs> it, <laughs> you, you want to know what? Um, <laughs> I think I think I am going to go with making people laugh. Okay. All right. Because... I'm going to go with an orgasm because I'm a man. Uh... Eh, see, I'm more of a man than that I would rather give than receive. So... Oh, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was selfish in both areas. It was getting love from a dog and having an <laughs> orgasm. It was it was both you it was both selfish, selfish son of a bitch. Only child. <laughs> best best Christmas is ever. <laughs> Didn't have to share it. Yep. Then I got two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we will definitely leave it there. Greg, oh, we have so much to unpack later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Take us out, Greg. Oh yeah, yeah, you are. There's so much happening in the world. This was good. This was good to just laugh about this. Yeah. Even if y'all didn't laugh at home, obviously I did, and that's why that made me happy for uh, me starting my week. So, um, as you're out there, probably dealing with some heavy stuff coming up because so much going on in the world right now. Uh, just remember to have some empathy and don't be a douche. Bingo. So for the Greg, this is Johnny saying podcast out. Thank you for listening. Take care.